argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. It's deja vu with the Nets. The same exact thing happened last year. Well, maybe not exactly. Keith McPherson on the fan. You got me until 2 a.m. Let's talk sports. Preferably not much about the Brooklyn Nets. I'll say what I need to say about the game, but I don't think too many people are going to be calling about that loss. The Knicks lost last night. I don't know how many of you care to talk about that. The only thing that we really should be talking about is Giants versus Eagles and every possible topic, storyline, subject matter that we can find in that matchup. That's all I really want to do. We also can we also can talk about the rest of the NFL, but it's WFAN, your official station to talk New York Giants football, and I got you till 2. Okay, so the Brooklyn Nets, why why do I say it feels like deja vu? Because almost exactly a year ago, the same thing happened to them. They lost KD. And they lose KD every year. The first year, he sat out the whole year. Second year, he was hurt with a hamstring. Last year was a a knee, an MCL sprain, and I think that's the same thing this year. (laughs) And I, uh, I looked at my time hop. I don't know if... You know what time hop is. Social media people do. Time hop lets you go back in time to all your social media posts. And a year ago today, I did an episode of my Nets podcast where I said, halfway point, KD is out. What now? And that's when this all started for the Nets last year when they lost 11 games in a row under Steve Nash. And now they've just lost three games in a row under Jacques Vaughn. Without KD, Kyrie did not play. And, uh, I mean, from the the start of the game, you knew the Nets were in trouble. You knew the Nets were cooked. They had 15 points in the first quarter. And, um, yeah, I, I bet the Spurs' money line, as soon as I saw that Kyrie wasn't going to play, that he was questionable, I was like, well, they have a history of losing in San Antonio. And uh, a starting five of Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton, Ben Simmons, and Seth Curry – that that's not cutting it. Joe Harris had zero points. Joe Harris, I don't I don't know about Joe Harris anymore with these Nets. He's not the same Joey Buckets that we uh, used to love as Nets fans. And Royce O'Neal was struggling shooting the ball. He only had five. Ben Simmons was more aggressive, and he he only had ten. The leading scorer for the Nets was T.J. Warren with nineteen, but. Of course, here's another thing that the Nets love to do. The Nets love to give up somebody's season high, right, or someone's career high. I've seen so many games where it's like a random player goes off against the Nets, and tonight that player actually bet on him in a parlay to have 25-plus points. I should have bet 35. He had 36. Keldon Johnson. And these are a bunch of no-names on the Celtics, or Celtics, they're, they're in my head, the Spurs, under Greg Popovich, Jeremy Sohan, Jakob Podol, everyone knows. 
But anyway, I don't really care to talk about this game. The Nets lose 106-98. It's unfortunate that uh, the Brooklyn Nets are constructed around Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, really Kevin Durant, and without Kevin Durant, they're nothing. And it, it's it's glaring how different they look without that guy. You want to talk MVP, most val- valuable player? Like That's value right there. You take a guy out, and the team looks completely different. And... We'll see what happens. They're on this West Coast trip now. The Brooklyn Nets, uh, they just lost their third game in a row without KD. They have to face the Suns, the Jazz, the Warriors, and then they come back east to face the Sixers in Philly. They'll probably lose all those games. But uh, speaking of Philly, if you can make the trip go down, I, I feel like today I heard a lot of talk from the morning to the little bit that I heard of Carton and Roberts about not going down to Philly. And yeah, they're reckless down there, but whatever. Go down. If you're if you're even thinking about it, if you have the money to go, go. You get a playoff game down the road. Why not go? Because you're scared of Philadelphia's fans. That's what they literally want. They want the reputation. They want the MO of like, oh, this is a tough place. Don't come here. Don't wear your jersey here. But no. Giants fans got to take over. They got to go down there and be loud like they've been all season, whether it's Tennessee, whether it's Jacksonville, uh, or even in Minnesota, you heard let's go Giants chants. And that's what I want to talk about tonight. It's different now. I, I checked in with my sister. If you listened to me last night, I said my sister and my brother went down there, and I thought they went in 2010. My brother was a Giants fan. Uh, I remember he asked me if I wanted to go. Of course, I had no interest in going to Philly to see Giants-Eagles. But uh, I talked to my sister last night. She said they actually went in 05. So back then, it was a little crazier. It was a little different. You know, back then, your cell phone could not record a video. And uh, she told me they they wore neutral colors. And, uh, you know, it's funny. My sister went with my brother. She thought she was going to be a Giants fan. She turned into a Dallas fan following me. But, yeah, she said it was crazy. She just remembers people being loud and obnoxious and a couple fights breaking out. But that was 05. Here we are in 2023, and I mentioned the cell phone. The cell phone is security, right? People know they can't actually get too wild and too crazy because they're going to be recorded. They're going to be on camera. You can't assault anybody. You can't throw something at somebody. You can't really uh, do too much because you're going to catch a charge or you're going to be on the Internet. So if you're thinking about going to Philadelphia to see the New York football Giants play in a playoff game, that's, you know, the closest that they can play a playoff game on the road. Make the trip. I saw one of the bleacher creatures. I think Rob threw a flyer in the bleacher creatures chat. There's a tailgate and uh ticket game package for big blue travel. And they also have the like Xfinity live down there and all of their arenas are there. The uh, Wells Fargo Center, um, Citizens Bank Park and Lincoln Financial Field. But there's a ticket package they're putting together, a uh, $1,000 option, $800 option, $300 option, um, and then different tiers of what you can do, hosted by Otis Anderson. I saw that. I mean, no one's paying me to promote it, but I just was happy to see that, okay, there are some Giants fans thinking about making the trip. And I want to talk about the Eagles. I actually was on WIP Philadelphia Radio at 9 o'clock talking to Joe Gillio, and uh I think they're confident down there as fans. But I think that the Giants have a real shot here. And we'll talk through all the reasons tonight.
But I said to them on air, listen, you've played one game with Jalen Hurts in the last month, and some of your games were super sketchy. Some of your games were not exactly uh, juggernauts. They weren't exactly world beaters in those games. Like, you barely beat the Bears. You barely beat the Colts. And you got beat by the Saints with Gardner Minshew not too long ago. And the Giants' third stringers hung around with you. So I think there's way more pressure, obviously, on the Eagles. They're coming off the couch, right? They just had a bye week. Yeah, they're going to be rested. But sometimes that rest can make you cold. Sometimes that rest can, you know, kind of uh, take you out of the rhythm of playing every week. And the Giants are riding high off their victory. They're going in there with momentum. And the quickest way to shut those fans up in there is for the Giants to put up points. And I think that can happen. If you take the fans out of it and you start to hear the boo birds, it's going to swing a little bit. So uh, I want to go over some of the games this season and what they did or what they didn't do, the Eagles I'm talking about, and where I think the Giants can hit them. I I think I heard EJ come on last night. And shout out to EJ. I I rock with EJ. But I was listening to his show, and he was talking about what the Giants did against the Vikings as if they're going to have the same game plan against the Eagles. They're not. Offensively and defensively, it's a different week, right? They're not going to treat A.J. Brown like they treated Justin Jefferson. They're also not going to attack the Eagles' defense the way that they attacked the Vikings' defense. So we'll talk through a few things. I think a lot of it is on Jalen Hurts. It's, It's on him. If he's the MVP and he's the guy and he has a big night, then the Eagles will win. But uh, I think this game is closer than people think. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the other matchups. I mean, now you're going to really see, like, high-level football. And uh, Super Wild Card Weekend wasn't a letdown. There were no real, like, blowouts besides Tom Brady and, uh, you know, his, uh, you know, Buccaneers team that was the worst team in the playoffs anyway. I think we all kind of expected that. But now you're going to see... Pat Mahomes. Now you're going to see Jalen Hurts. Now you're going to see Joe Burrow versus Josh Allen. And you're going to see Micah Parsons chase around Brock Purdy. You know, I I can't wait for Saturday and Sunday to come. Uh, I know we can talk basketball, talk Nets, talk Knicks a little bit. And we will. If you've got any thoughts or questions about the Knicks or the Nets, you can definitely come with it. Uh, it's just, you know, a little frustrating to watch the Nets right now without their stars lose again. It's deja vu. They lose three in a row. And then you know, the Knicks build up some goodwill. The Knicks start to win some games, and they get healthy, and then they lose down the stretch in overtime to the Raptors yesterday, and it's just like, I don't know. It's We're just not there with basketball yet. Like, the NBA season hasn't heated up yet where we're talking about that on the fan. We're talking about the Giants. They're the story, and they're not just the story here. I honestly think they're the story of the NFL. It's them. It's Brock Purdy, it's Doug Peterson, but we don't really care to talk about those guys, right? Giants fans, you have the floor. If you couldn't get on Tiki and Tierney, if you couldn't get on Carton and Roberts, you can certainly get on my show tonight. Call me up, 877-337-6666. We'll go through it after this quick break. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Jones takes the snap, back, he's under pressure, flushed to his left, now throws it left sideline, and did he get his feet in on the sideline? We're waiting for a signal. Yes. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. What a catch by Hodgins at the 26-yard line. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. New York, New York. 
so nice, they named it twice and gave us two sports teams for every major sport. Well, four major sports. Let's see. Uh, NBA, yeah. MLB, yeah. NFL, yeah. NHL, yeah. And I mean, even the Devils with that. Yup. Yup. That's why we don't care about college football, because we have two teams for every major sport, for all four major sports. You got the Jets, you got the Giants, you got the Knicks, you got the Nets, you got the Yankees, got the Mets, got the Rangers, got the Islanders, and the Devils. Don't need a uh, New York University football team. NYU doesn't have a team. They don't need one. I know Fordham has a team, and I think Columbia has a team, and doesn't matter. I don't know. All right. Keith McPherson on the fan till 2 a.m. A few things I want to talk about. We've got people on the phones now to talk. Giants, divisional round, Bills, Bengals, um, going to the game. And uh, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm looking at this divisional round coming up. And uh, I want to go look for, like, tick pick and ticket IQ. I know they put out that the um, – Cowboys game, the Cowboys-Niners game is the most expensive game. That game is hard to get a ticket. Funk, Master, Flex, and I, hard to get a ticket. The current getting price for the Cowboys-Niners playoff game is $569. You can get into both the AFC playoff games this weekend, the Jaguars-Chiefs game, and the Bengals-Bills game for less than that. TickPick wrote that on Twitter. The Jaguars-Chiefs game Tickets are 193 starting at 193 and for the Bengals-Bills game, tickets are starting at 243 These are playoffs. Playoff games. And for Philly, when you look at ESPN and they show you the tickets on, um, I think, Vivid Seats, they're starting at 254 I mean, it's the playoffs. It's going to cost money. I mean, NFL tickets are expensive anyway, but if you want to go to a playoff game and not sit in the nosebleeds, like you're, you're going to be putting up a G. Uh, you're going to be putting up a rack. You can get in the building standing room for 250 300 but if you want to actually have a seat and be able to see the game, you got to put up like eight to 1000 So I don't know. Maybe it's the type of thing that you've been saving for. Maybe you got some Christmas money. Maybe you put some money away at the end of the year just in case the Giants made a run. Maybe you were anticipating that they made a run. And that they would play in Philadelphia where you don't have to fly there. You don't have to book a flight. You don't even have to book a hotel unless you're saucing. I mean, you could drive down Saturday morning, be there Saturday afternoon, and watch the game and drive back home and enjoy the game Sunday. I think that's what's like super cool about this, too. It's an 8 o'clock Saturday night game. It's not a Sunday at 1 or 3 or 4 where you got to worry about going to work the next day. You just wake up Saturday, drive down at whatever time, watch the game, and then go home. And who knows? Um, I said I wanted to look through some of these games. There is there is a game December 18th that Jalen Hurts did play in. He had 315 yards passing. Uh, he had another 61 yards rushing and three TDs on the ground. But Justin Fields had 152 yards passing, two touchdowns. And he had 95 yards on the ground. Those are Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears went toe-to-toe with them. It came down to the fourth quarter. 
That final score was 25-20. The Eagles had to score eight in the fourth quarter to take the lead and win it. But uh, there's some other sketchy games if you go through their season. Now, I know that they started off undefeated. I know that they were like 10-0, and 11-0, and and everybody was writing about the Eagles and how they have an MVP candidate and they put together this all-star team with all these names and pro bowlers, but they're not that team anymore. And the Giants aren't the team that they were in the beginning of the year. I called in the WIP, and they asked me, when did you know people start believing in the Giants? I said, week one. <laughs> I said, honestly, it was like they stole some games from the Ravens, from the Packers in London, and then they didn't have a division win, and December was a rough month, and they couldn't beat the Commanders at home. They tied the Commanders, and that was where people started to lose faith. I know I started looking at them like the Jets. I'm like, nah, this team is is fading. They're falling from grace. You know, they had a good start, but couldn't keep pace with you know the way that they came out the gate. No, no, no. What happened was they were hurt a little bit. They were banged up a little bit. They had some guys out, as you know, all NFL teams have that happen when you get to December football. But then they decided to get off the mat. They they decided to get up and fight. And now, through that fight and through getting healthy, they got into the playoffs, won a playoff game, and here they are in the division round as a better team, a team that can put up points, a team that can score with the Eagles. Now, with Jalen Hurts being out, the rhythm and the timing that they have, like, I, I think it is so important when you talk about the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, that he only played that one game against the Giants January 8th, and then he was out since December 18th. And with offense, it's all rhythm and timing. It's it's all receivers uh, running their routes on time, the quarterback dropping back and, and releasing the ball on time. And I think the Giants can mess with his timing, and his timing might just be off. He might be a little timid with that shoulder. I'm sure they're going to hit him and try and rough him up a little bit, but I'm not just saying this because we're on WFAN. I'm saying this because I watch football, and uh, I, I mean, I hate the Eagles anyway as a Dallas fan, but like I, the Eagles hype, I'm not buying. Chiefs, sure. 49ers even, sure. Bills, Bengals, whatever, but the Eagles hype, I'm not buying. They got beat at home by the Saints. I know Gardner Minshew was the quarterback, but at the same time, the Saints went into the link on January 1st, that wasn't that long ago, and had their way. They beat them 20-10, to 10, and I don't know what the Eagles' excuse was then. Was it because Hertz was out? I don't think so. Uh, Devontae Smith still had 115 yards. A.J. Brown had 97 yards. Their offense, they just couldn't punch it in. They had one touchdown, one field goal. I just, I don't think that they are this juggernaut one seed like everyone thought. They had to play that last game, win that last game to secure that one seed. So the Giants fans and the Giants should be feeling confident. And there's so many things that could swing this game. If the Eagles come out and they're rested and they just blow the Giants' doors off and it's 21-0 in the first half, okay. But if this game is close or the Giants take a lead early, that momentum is going to be felt early. And and if you take the fans out of it down there, it's going to be a good time. All right, let's go to the phones. I've said enough. I'll... I will sprinkle in some other stuff as we go. Uh, let's talk to Joe up in the Bronx, first up on the fan tonight. Big Keith, what's good, my bro? What's up, what's up, what's up? 
Uh, let me start off by saying, like, I'm a Knicks fan, and you're that's a kill on my fantasy team. I got Durant and Kyrie, so let's go cool past that. So I got so I got my, my boy works at the station, so I know. So the, the Odyssey has the fan and whip. So, right? The yep. Philly station? Okay, so nobody's giving out tickets for this game. I'm getting, I'm getting sick and tired of all day. I'm like, I'm scared to go to Philly. You can't go to Philly. Come on, dude. I'll go there. Like, I, you know, I got a kid, a kid on the way. I, you know, if I'm not going there to spend two fifty on a walk in, I want to go there and represent, and and not even care about any of these Philly nerds. Yeah. So get me. What, what's up? With the ticket giveaways. I, I mean, haven't heard go. anything I, about I that though. That, that's that's. I mean, that's that's something we should be doing. WIP and and uh, the fans should be doing some type of giveaway. The fan more Ooh, so, buy, right? I'll, to get I'll Giants buy, fans I'll buy, in there. I'll buy, I'll buy all the food for us. And my boy owns a limo. I'll have to check just, on it. Know. I feel like that's something. I mean, they gave out tickets all year this year, but that's something that should be done. But I, I haven't heard anything about it. The ticket prices and are outrageous, the, and there's probably no freebies, yeah. no giveaways. They This is where, where the Eagles are trying to make their money. Yeah, well, let them make their money. But I'm saying, Odyssey, Odyssey got to provide this. You got, you got, they got both stations. Yeah, and we I should definitely my, my, be sending some fans down there. I, that's that's above my pay grade, but it would be a good idea, a good promotion. My boy, my boy's on hold you right now. You, you talked to him before, my boy Mike. You probably on the on the on the call log. If he's looking to say the same thing too, we're looking to go down there. Hardcore. I wish I could put you both on like three way call. <laughs> I, I'll go to him next. But yeah, I mean, you know, if the ticket I, prices I, I, come I, I, down, you, if they come down at all, which I I highly doubt. You know, you should snag them and make that trip. And don't be afraid of anybody in Philadelphia. Definitely not yeah, at the at the no. stadium. Like, uh, it's just not like that anymore. I heard it all day. I heard stories and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, they're telling stories from the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. We're, we're, we're not living in that time jungle. anymore. We're from the concrete jungle. Uh, any, any Literally, like, now, if you survive in New York, you're, you're good to go down Come there on, for a game. You're calling all from day. the Bronx. Like, you know what all the BX day. is like on a daily. All day. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Mike, the friend Mike on the line. I tried to yo, I tried to bring you in like three yo, way. <laughs> yo, it's so funny. Yo, it's so funny because he he left out the biggest thing that we're scared of is our wives are the only thing that we're scared of. Bringing them? No, no, no. To go to tell them that we got to go. Oh to yeah. Tell our wives that we got to go. And they down can't to- come. <laughs> yeah, we're out. Yeah, we're out. Kids at home and stuff. We're out for the weekend. <laughs> Saturday yeah, and maybe yeah, yeah. Sunday he, morning. It's completely. He, he's 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 so crazy. He's completely left that out. But yo, I I've been so crazy that I've been listening to to W I W I P all day today. Good because like, I'm tired. Because everybody, I mean, listen, no disrespect to you because you represent Rio. You're a Dallas fan. You must be dying to talk about Dallas. How good Dak looked, even though you've been calling not really all year. No, nah, nah, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I, like... know, I know you've been. I know, I know, I know. They we, they we, most likely we, lose to the Niners, and I'll be focused on no pitchers way. and catchers. No way. I've told – that's so funny. You're already on to Yankees baseball. It's so great. Straight up. <laughs> the last time I talked to you, we talked about Joey Gallo never striking out Who? and on base. Excuse me, say what? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I said, I, I, last time I talked to you, I said Joey Gallo was clutch because he didn't ground into double plays. That was when things were good. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Gallo, they're chanting Joey Joey Gallo's <laughs> name to pick him up after he strikes out for the third time. <laughs> Poor guy, um, but 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 seriously, like my my wife and my son was sick all uh, all day today. I put them to sleep and I put on uh, WIP, 
I was listening to John Marks, and this guy is going crazy. He's the only person in Philadelphia actually saying that the Giants could win the game. He's almost afraid to say that the Giants yeah. could win. Like he's not going to pick them because because these dudes are going to kill him. Right. The call but, is there. But, are you crazy? This is our yeah, year. Yeah, yo, they love. Philly. Not one person. Not one person mentioned Daniel Jones. Actually, Ike Reese even said today, "Oh, this is actually good for Philly because now um, the Giants are forced to sign Daniel Jones." I'm like, "Wait a second, what? how is that good for Philly?" And in their minds, they think that the Giants signing Daniel Jones for five years is like good for Philly because they think Daniel Jones is a bum. Yeah, they're bugging they think out. Giants. <laughs> they say Giants have no pass rush. <laughs> Yo, they got to update their information. See, that's the thing. No. People are not staying yeah. current with the information. That's the thing. They're not. Well, they're not watching the game. Yeah, right? they're not really watching they're, the they're game. Not watching the game. That that so defensive they, they line look, for the they, Giants they, is healthy. They're finally like as a unit getting to play together, and they're beasts. Right, and we're on top of the quarterback every single play. Are we getting the sacks? You know, we didn't get one sack last game. And if you ask Kirk, Kirk Cousins, you know, what was that like uh, playing playing quarterback against the Giants? I guarantee you he's not going to Not be fun. Like, Check down wait, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, Don't have enough yeah, time to throw yeah. it down the field to Jay Jettas. Man, I, I can't yeah, wait exactly. to see this game. As, as a Cowboys fan, these are division rivals. Um I, I can't wait to watch it. I just think that the Eagles have, like, they have to come out and dominate. And if they don't dominate, the Giants, like, it, the Giants are not playing with house money, but they're playing with no pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the pressure's not on them. It's all on Philly. You know Philly wanted to rest all their guys in that whole second half, right? They were up 16 to nothing. My my brother and father had the Giants for 16 half. Neither of them are Giants fans, and and both of them wanted the Giants to win. When it was 16 up, I was like, don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to play hard the rest of this game. And they're like, no, we need them to bench everybody. They didn't bench anybody. Yo, uh, it hurts. His, his shoulder's still hurt. Um I don't, I don't believe that Lane Johnson is still healthy. Right. I don't, I, honestly, I, listen, obviously we're not the most talented team in the world, but I went back. And I watched some Isaiah Hodgins draft profile highlight videos. <laughs> I'm back for like five years ago, and I'm like, oh, this guy could have been great. Maybe he just had a little mis- misstep in life. Listen, I'm all in on the, on, on the Giants, man. I'm all in. Let's go. Let's go, Mike. Hey, we've got plenty to talk about. I'm going to examine some things. we got to take a, a quick break here. But uh, I definitely want to hear from you guys that are either planning on going down there or listening to Philadelphia WIP and hearing what they're saying, uh, what your friends are saying, what the conversation is. You know, it's not hyperbole, and it's not just talk to talk in New York because we're at WFAN, and this is the flagship station of the Giants. I think if you watch the NFL and you're looking at these two teams, you already know what's going on. This is more evenly matched than I think people realize. Uh, That spread was at 7.5 yesterday. Yeah, I'll definitely have my bets in, and I'm I'm betting on the Giants. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. Talk about Giants playoff football here on the fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
right back at it on the fan quickly here before we hit the 12 o'clock hour time is burning fast and that's cool because we want the time to pass so we can get back to football back to the playoffs saturday football sunday football and uh specifically saturday night for the new york football giants versus the philadelphia eagles the new jersey turnpike to the pennsylvania turnpike something like that i haven't driven down there in a while I just was looking that up. It's Turnpike South, and then you go, I don't know. I don't think you hit the PA Turnpike. But to go over the bridge, I don't know. I literally haven't taken that drive since the draft. I drove down there uh, for the draft in 2017, maybe 2017 or 2018, I forget. Uh, Let's take one quick call before we go to the next break. My boy, young Josh and Passaic on the fan. What's up, kid? Good, Keith. How about you? You know. Passing the time, watching sports, talking sports, just trying to get back to the NFL, though. The NBA is not hitting for me right now. At least the Devils are winning. Right. I mean, they had a great win yesterday. Came back with 10 seconds left, opposite of when the bad luck started. But with the Giants, I mean, obviously you want to be able to get some noise in that Philly building. But the one problem I would see if the Giants lose big, you're going to have a rough drive home. I mean, we're going to have a few Mets-Phillies games. You think you think they're gonna lose big? You think that I don't think I was about to say they're not gonna. It's the playoffs. They're not gonna lose big, and I know that they lost forty-eight to twenty something uh, and met like, but that I'm telling you that was a different time, a different team. Was it forty-eight twenty-two December eleventh? I don't think they're gonna lose big. Isaiah Hodgins days. Isaiah Hodgins, uh, he was like fresh on the scene then. He had four catches and thirty-eight yards. That was before, and he had a touchdown. Um. I think that was before, you know, he really asserted himself as, you know, the main guy. Uh, I just look at this game as, like, the the prior games have nothing really to do with it as far as, like, the matchups between the Eagles and the Giants. But the other games, I think, have more to do with it. If you're looking at the Eagles, like, they have it. They didn't have a strong finish to the end of the season. The Giants did. Um, the Giants had an impressive first round in the playoffs. The Eagles were sitting at home, and I think the fans are riding off that momentum, and they're going to take that trip down there. Uh, it's only an hour and 40 minutes from the city, an hour and 40, you know, maybe two hours with traffic. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I'm not going. Obviously, you have no business stepping foot into that environment, but I can't wait to watch it. Well, they got attacked at defensive linemen. I mean, that's the way Texans were able to stay with the Eagles. They didn't run it too much versus the Vikings. Hopefully they do that versus the Eagles, and therefore the play action could be a much better play. And then again, defense, they look pretty good versus the Vikings, but they're going to have to get those big third-down stops. That might be the key to winning. There's a few keys. And you know what? I think if you trust the Giants' coaches and their game planning and their preparation, uh, I think they're going to be ready to go for the Eagles. Like I, I said in my open, I was listening to EJ talk about what the Giants did against the Vikings and comparing that to what they're gonna do against the Eagles, they're not gonna do they're not gonna do that against the Eagles. Like I think they're gonna run the ball with Saquon more. I think you're gonna see a little different attack on offense. Um and they're gonna take whatever the game gives them, whatever the game dictates. It's gonna be a good matchup though. It's a rivalry in the NFC East and uh you know these division rivalries are always more heated in the playoffs. That familiarity, I think it could be one of the best games of the weekend, if not the best. Still there? Ah, 
Well, he's not there, so let's hit the break. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. We're talking Giants, but I'm going to sprinkle some stuff in uh, for the Mets fans. Adam Duvall is supposed to go to the Red Sox. We already know McCutcheon is going back to Pittsburgh. Trey Mancini to the Cubs. I know the Mets fans were eyeing those guys. For the Yankees fans, uh, I haven't even spoken on Frankie Montas yet. And what an L of a trade that was. I, that was just a, a, a loss. Like, I kind of wish Cashman didn't make that trade. Uh, he's not going to be ready to go to start the season. I want to talk about that a little bit. And uh, former Yankees closer, Aroldis Chapman, is getting some interest from the Miami Marlins. It was it was always the Marlins. We knew he would eventually uh, end up there. Uh, sprinkling in some more sports stuff. But obviously, it's Giants, Eagles, more of that talk coming up on The Fan after this.